Praise God. Matthew chapter 9, verse number 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yes, Lord. Verse 29 said, Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, according to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. Amen. I want to talk to you for a few moments this morning about the influence of the divine. The influence of the divine. And everybody said amen. Would you help me just a few moments? Praise God. Bless you. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. Clap your hands to the Lord one more time and let's give him a praise. A little boy stood one day looking up at a picture that hung on the wall of his home of his father. A man who had been away from his home more than he had been at home. And as most young boys do, he missed his dad tremendously. And as he stood there gazing up at his father's picture, he said to his mother, Oh, mother, how I wish father would come out of that frame and into this room. That's my deepest desire today is that somehow God could come out of this frame and come into this place because it will make all the difference in the world. That God could come out of the book into our lives, into our home, into our problems, into our hurts, into our issues. You see, we do see him, but most often we see him only as he is reflected and framed in this book within the confines of the stories that are told of him. But we fail to see him in the framework of our story. And the truth is, that's where he really wants to be seen because that's what he came for. I prayed last night and I, I don't know when I felt such an unction and an urgency to pray. But I prayed that God would let us experience his power today. And when I talk about the power of God, I am talking about the power that brought the dead back to life. I want to experience the power that spoke to nothing and a world came into existence. I, I want the power of the one who turned 
chaos into order and brought light out of darkness. I want the power of the one who can make the lame to walk and the blind to see and restore the withered limbs. Is anybody interested in that kind of visitation today? If you are, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise right now. Hallelujah. That God would become real to us today. More than we we could ever even hope for. That God would not be something just that we read about. But something that we experience in this place. Not just a wonderful thought. But a powerful experience. That God's realness and his power would saturate this place. And fill every empty part of our life. And bring order where there is chaos and bring peace where there is turmoil. And that his presence would be all that we need to go on. Anybody need the presence of the Lord in your life right now? Praise God. Too many of us have God neatly framed in this book and we're comfortable with him here. But this isn't where he wants to dwell This is where he wants to dwell. This is where he wants to work. This is what he wants to touch. He came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Not just to live, but to have an overflowing life. A life of abundance. So many times God remains tucked away within the pages of a book because we fail to appropriate what he gave us in this book as a testimony to what he wants to do in our life. He said, these are the words that testify of me. If you want to know what I'm like, if you want to know what I like to do, if you want to know what I am able to do, then look in this book. But don't leave me in this book. Bring me into your life. Let me come into your problem. Let me come into your disaster. Let me come into your disorder. And let me bring my peace and my presence. Amen. Many times we only know him through some vicarious means of others' experience. Somebody beside us may have known the power of God, but some of us have never really experienced the power of God that can transform sickness and transform problems and transform situations and turn it into hope and possibility. Today, we need him. We need him desperately. We need him out of this book and into our lives. We need him out of the frame and in this room right now. I know it's an odd day because of all the changes that are going on in our world, but I'm here to tell you that God is more interested in being involved in our lives right now than he has ever been. And if you and I ever needed him, we need him right now. We need the hand of God upon us. We need the presence of God. The peace that comes when he steps into any situation 
Amen. Oh, that God would come out of these pages and come alive to us in a way that would change our lives and transform us. The scripture text that we read from is concerning two blind men that followed him after he had left Jairus' house and the healing of this man's daughter. And as they followed him, they cried out, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. They really didn't know him personally. They just knew about him because that's what the term son of David indicates. It was not a personal knowledge, but it was just an acquaintance or something that had been passed to them. And so they called him by that name, not because they knew him closely, but because they knew about him. And and Jesus travels on his way and they follow him into the house where he went and Jesus asked them, do you believe what that? Do you believe that I can do this? Do you believe that I am able to do this? And their response was immediate. Yes, we believe that. And then he said to them what we read this morning in your hearing, according to your faith. He said the prerequisite for me doing anything in your life is that you have to have faith in me. You have to have confidence that I can do that. And what you don't seem to understand about faith is it is more than just confidence. But faith is the door that opens. And faith is an opportunity opportunity that links your world with my world and faith when we have faith in God and we trust him and we have confidence in him then that becomes the medium through which God can operate and come out of these pages and and be more than a figure or more than history but he can become part of my story and part of my life and when we have faith in him and when we allow him to be who he is he can do marvelous things amen we know that without faith it is impossible to please God and faith is nothing more than confidence that God can do what you ask him to do confidence enough to walk out on it to step out on it Faith is nothing more than confidence that God will do what he said he could do. But faith becomes the medium of exchange in my life between heaven's marketplace and my world. It's the currency of exchange between my life and the supernatural. It is faith that is allowing God to do what he is capable of doing. It is faith that allows God to step into my life and it allows me to participate in God's commerce. Oh, today, I I don't know about you, but I need God involved in my life. I need him involved in my problems. I need him involved in my concerns and my worries. And, And the only way that God can get into that is for me to have faith in him. And when I have faith in him, that opens a door for God to step into my world and connect his world to mine. And when that happens, something supernatural is going to happen. Amen. 
Faith is what connects me to him. It's what connects me to his world. Our world with its limitations. My world with its sickness. My world with its pain. My world with its loss. My world with its hurt is connected to his world that is filled with healing and help and strength and unlimited power and unequal power, omnipotent power, an omniscient God that knows all things and he knows how to take care of all things. Is anybody interested in that kind of savior today? Come on, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise right now. According to your faith, You see, God gives you and I the opportunity to alter the outcome of our story. Amen. He gives us the opportunity. Jesus said to the blind man, in essence, you will have what your faith expects. You will have what your faith expects. One translation said, you will become what you believe. Oh, oh yes, you will become what you believe. You see, the Greek word was kata. It is the point of beginning. It is the point of beginning. It is the point of change. It's the exchange of my limitations with his unlimited power. It is the realm that offers me the miraculous and the supernatural. It signifies that I am moving towards something that will change my situation, that will alter my life, that will change the outcome of my story. Is anybody this morning interested in changing the outcome of your life? Is there anybody interested in changing the outcome of your story? Then have faith in God. And God said, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Amen. According to, in conformity with, depending on, in agreement with, in proportion to, corresponding to, in the same mind, according to your faith. In essence, Jesus said to these blind men, faith can alter the outcome of your life. Faith can be the new influencer of your life. You see, there are a lot of influences in this world and there are many influences in my life on a daily basis. There is fate, as some people call it, or chance that things happen that you have no control over and you have no power to stop it. It's just fate and 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 we live and we allow fate to control and influence it well it happened and i can't do anything about it it's come and that's just the way it's going to be but i'm here to tell you this morning that there's another influence that can operate in your life rather than fate rather than you just submitting to it and saying well i'm just going to have to learn how to live with this faith says oh no you don't you don't have to live with it because God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think. 
I wish I could get somebody to believe me this morning when I tell you that faith is not what should influence my life today, but my faith in God should be what influences my life, what will determine my outcome, and what will be the end of my story. Amen. Praise God. Not according to my fortune. You know, some of us have a little more than others. Most of you have a lot more than me. Amen. If it was fortune that was going to get me by, I'm going to be on the short end of the stick. But there are some people that according to their fortune or their good luck or their good measure, you can have an abundance of things but still have an empty life. You can have an abundance of knowledge or wisdom and still have all kind of problems in your life if God is not connected to it. I am not going to live under the influence of fortune because fortune can come and go. I may have plenty today and nothing tomorrow, but faith works every day and it never fades. There's no influence by the market on faith. My my, my life is not up one day and down the next. My world is not tanked one day because the stock market crashes. My faith is somewhere in another realm connected to another glory. It is connected to a greater power that no matter what goes on down here, it cannot destroy what goes on between there and here. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise. Another influence of our life is fear. How many of us are affected by fear today? Many of you live in fear. You allow fear to paralyze you, and it has such a devastating effect. Fear, the fear of the unknown, the fear of the uncontrollable, the fear of this, the fear of that, and that dark shadow that hangs over your life has a way of influencing your thought and influencing your mood and influencing your 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 whole life and so you go around with this this look on your face that 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 says god must be dead god must be dead it was one of the great reformers i don't know if it was martin luther or one of the others but he had gone through a real trying time in his ministry and and he he had gotten to the place where just gloom and sadness hung over him and and he 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 never smiled he he never uh, had a seemed to have any joy and so one morning he got up and came down for breakfast and his wife was uh she was dressed all in black and the curtains were pulled and the candles were real low and he looked around and everything was so drab and he said, what in the world is wrong? She says, well, I'm in mourning. She, he said, mourning, mourning for what? She said, I'm in mourning because evidently God is dead by the way you're living and the way you're acting. And I'm here to tell you today that that's possible for you and I. We may not say it, but we act like it or we live like it, that God's deaf or he can't hear me or he doesn't know where I live or he doesn't know what's so wrong in my life. And the truth is God knows everything and he's not dead and all he needs is for you to have a little faith in him and if you'll have faith in him 
it will open a door that will drive the fear away. Amen. Some people are, are influenced by their friends. Oh, yeah. Friends. <clears throat> they have a happy day or a sad day depending on how many thumbs up they get in a day. Tell me it's not so. How many times has life turned upside down simply because somebody didn't like what we posted or said or did and we allow them to influence and so we feel like the world is coming to an end. The sky is falling. That's what Chicken Little thought. There's a lot of Chicken Little spirits loose in our world right now. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Hey, it is falling because the end of time is coming. But I, that doesn't disturb me. That makes me want to lift my eyes and look up because my redemption's drawing now. I'm not fearful of this hour. This is the hour that I've lived for. This is the day that we've heard preached about. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I just know this, that there's coming a day when the trump of God is going to sound and the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to ever be with the Lord in the air. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Amen. Praise God. Amen. If you read the book of Revelation, you'll find out that there's going to be one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse and, and, and one of the plagues that's going to come to the earth is going to destroy a third of the population. You know how it's going to happen? It's going to happen just like this coronavirus has spread so rapidly. That's how it's going to happen. I think we're just getting a foretaste of what can and will happen very soon. Are you afraid of that? I'm not afraid of that. I know that's just another sign that says he's coming. Behold, I come quickly. I read that again in the end of the book. He promised me. He left me with a promise. I'm coming again. I'm not going to leave you in that chaos. I'm not going to leave you in that. If you have faith in me, if you're looking for me, I'm going to return for those who are looking for me. Amen. I want faith to be the influencer of my life. Amen. Because when faith is the influencer of my life, it sets the bounds of what I can experience in God. And when that is operating, there's no limit to what God can do. You see, the Bible said that he has the resources to do anything. Amen. The Lord, the Bible says, the Lord is rich unto all that call upon his name. Look up what the word rich means oh yeah and just think about it for a moment rich and the bible said he is rich toward all not the good and the bad he you know what's amazing about this passage of scripture there are three miracles that took place 
Just prior to that, there was the miracle of the woman with the issue of blood. And then there was the healing of Jairus' daughter. And then there's the healing of these blind men. And all three of them had inadequate views of the Lord. They had inadequate conceptions or perceptions of who he was. They had an inadequate perception of him. But even with an inadequate perception of him, even with an imperfect faith... When they said, yes, Lord, we believe that you are able. That's all God needed to be released into their life to do miraculous things. I'm here to tell you, he's not looking for perfect faith. He's just looking for a little faith. Yes, just a little faith. Just a grain of a mustard seed kind of faith. And that's all God needs. That's all the door that he needs to come in to my situation. Oh, come on, clap your hands to the Lord and praise him right now. Why don't you go ahead and stand? I'm, I'm, I'm through. Today I have the opportunity to change the outcome of my story. You have the opportunity to change the outcome of your story. My life doesn't have to end on a sour note. It doesn't have to end in fear or doubt or worry. Amen. My my life, my life can end with joy and peace. Hallelujah. My life story can end with a good outcome. Let faith Let faith be the new influencer of your life. You say, Brother Hughes, what does it do? It just allows God to be God. And when you let him be God, he can do so many things that will amaze. We talked about it. We sang amazing grace. Amazing grace comes from an amazing God that can do amazing things. Impossible things to you and I, but God is able. And there... There is no influencer as wonderful as that divine influence that comes into my life at the right moment. Amen. When you're troubled and you're toiling and rowing like those disciples on that sea that night and they weren't getting anywhere and they'd been doing it for so long The scripture says that he came walking to them on the water. At first they were afraid, but soon they recognized who he was. And when they did, it made all the difference in the world. Amen. The presence of God that comes into any situation when we simply have faith in him. When we just put our confidence and our hope in him. That no matter how impossible the situation may seem, Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing. God, any mountains that you're trying to get over right now? God, any problems you're trying to resolve right now? I want to tell you what really needs to be influencing your life. It's not fear or the markets or your friends or fortune or even misfortune. But you ought to let faith you ought to let faith. You know what? I'm, I'm, I think I'm just going to believe God. Amen.
I think I'm just going to trust him. Because so far, so far, he's never failed. Never failed. And not only that, the Bible said he cannot fail, so he's not going to fail. Amen. Oh, God, help us today. Would you just reach over and take somebody by the hand and let's pray right now. Father, we need you. We need you more than we need anything in this world. We need your presence. We need your power. We need your peace. Oh, God, peace. Peace that comes in the midst of our storm. Peace that comes in the midst of our turmoil. Lord, just a confidence that will release you, that allows you to work, that allows you to operate. Oh, God. (laughs) Today, Lord, today that your presence would fill our hearts so that there is room for nothing else. Lord, that your presence would fill our minds and our thoughts so that there would be room for nothing else. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Faith. According, according to your faith, according to your faith, the point of beginning, the point of beginning, that's where it all starts. That's when the door is open. That's when God can step in. That's when God is released. Hallelujah. Miracles are in this place. Hallelujah. Hearts are mended. Grace extended. Hallelujah. Miracles are. Hallelujah. If you need something special from the Lord today, I want you to come stand here. If you need a if you need God to help you work out a problem in your life, work out a, a situation, you need a miracle in your life. Come on, come on. Just come and stand here. Amen. Things that seem impossible. Things that seem improbable. Nothing is too hard for him.